Welcome to Biz Buys on New Radio Media. I'm your host, Armin Nazarian. On this episode, we have Heidi Morton. Heidi, how are you? I'm fantastic. Great, great. Heidi actually owns a couple adult foster care facilities here in Michigan. And Correct. our, our topic is going to be about operating a, an AFC home. Okay. Great. And you challenged this winter, uh, the weather out there. I know we had about four <laughs> four inches of snow, and everybody's yes. running a little bit late today. But uh, we're here in the studio, and we're going to have a, a great topic uh, and conversation on, on AFC homes. Um, AFC homes, Heidi, are they're like 24-hour daycare centers for seniors, correct? I wouldn't use the term daycare. Okay. Uh, because it's residential care. Residential care. Big difference. There, it's a big difference right. because we do both. Right. Okay. Um, we do the residential care, mm -hmm. which is the AFC home that is licensed. Okay. And then we also do adult day care. I got Which you. we call the ADS, the adult day services. For sure. For sure. And, and it's something that people just need a little bit more help. Correct. Um, they go into one of these AFC homes. And there's staff there that helps them through their daily activities and activities of daily living. Um, we get them to their day program. Okay. Um, we serve their food. Right. We do their laundry. Uh, we make sure their hygiene is appropriate. Sure. Sure. Uh, for going into the community, uh, we assist them with skill building because a lot of them um, don't have the skills for money management. They may not have the skills for um, taking their medication. So sure. we administer their meds okay. for them, get them to their doctor's appointments, and help them sure. to have a better quality of life. Right, right, right. So they need assistance. Correct. Much. Okay. So is there a difference between the AFC home and a senior living facility? And this is more for people out there listening, wanting to get into this business, what they need to do to operate. There you know? is a difference. Okay. Let's, let's, let's kind of talk about the two difference. The okay. AFC home versus the, the senior living facility. Okay. Uh, the AFC home is licensed. Okay. Um, and that's licensed through the state? It is licensed through the state. Okay. And it does not have to be seniors. Okay. It can be consumers that are mentally impaired. Um, it can be uh, consumers that are intellectually and developmentally disabled. Mm -hmm. uh, it could be consumers that have traumatic brain injury. Okay. Um, it can be children. It could be children too. Yes. Yes, we do have children in uh, licensed homes. Okay. So you need specific licenses for these different categories, correct? Yes. Okay. And 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 mind you, the AFC home can be specialized. Okay. For for those that need a lot of care, personal care and uh what we call uh, community living services, mm -hmm. um, where the home for the aged, it is, it is also licensed, but these people are, 
are older people. They're right. uh, 60 plus. plus. Yes. Okay. So, yes. and then senior living, the difference between, now with the senior living, what is the senior living? That's just... Well, when, when you say senior living, are you talking about the home for the age or are you talking about assisted living? Well, assisted living, uh, well, let's, let's re go over both of them. Because okay. we're going to have listeners, you know, wanting to know the difference on all this. I, I get most of the time people call me up, hey, I want to get into an AFC home. They don't mm -hmm. know the difference. You know, so okay. we have to explain it as we go through, okay. you know, let's let's kind of go to the different types of homes mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, a little bit deeper. And then we'll go into the different uh, uh, steps into operating one, mm -hmm. and finding patients, mm -hmm. interviewing employees and moving on. OK. Um the, the home for the age is, is different than the assisted living. Um, the assisted living, uh, again, can be medically fragile okay. and seniors, where the home for the age will predominantly be the aged. Okay. Mm -hmm. So they, they, they can pretty much be self-sufficient, correct? Or... What is your definition of self-sufficient? Um, not so much, um, you know, they can, they can bathe themselves. Mm, no. Not necessarily. Okay. No, because we, we do bathing, we do okay. toileting. Okay. So um, it's a little bit of everything. It, it is. Okay. Medication it, it, reminders. Yes. It's, um, Appointment reminders, the, right. the food, the assistance with chores. Okay. Um, you may need to go in and assist them to get up in the morning. Okay. Um, get them in the shower, get them in their clothing, and and get them out in the common area. Right. Okay. So, um, no, they're not necessarily self-sufficient. That's true. Okay. Um, let me ask you, Heidi, what would be the areas to look for when you want to open up a home? Is there certain zoning restrictions? Can I open one up, say, in a neighborhood? Um, what are the areas I should be targeting? Okay, there's two approaches okay. to going into a new business. Okay. Um, one that you probably are very familiar with is purchasing an established facility. Correct. So you don't have to worry about zoning because it's already been licensed, it's already been inspected, it's already turnkey. Pretty it's, much, it's running. It, it is. Right. It is. Then the other side of that coin is, um, if you want to start from scratch, then you need to start um, uh, looking at the agencies first. Okay. Getting an application in, and then talking to them about the areas that they're getting the most demand okay. uh, for from the consumers or the consumers' families or, or guardians. Right. Any area is better than the other or really doesn't matter? Well. You being in the business this long, that's yeah, why I'm asking. I've, maybe, I've done both. You've done both. Okay. And, and I find I like the turnkey approach, but um, we, when we opened our home in Lansing, mm -hmm. Um, we had a specialized home. It was a level four. They were behavioral. They were autistic. Okay. And the, the agency loved how productive uh, we were able to make the consumers in a short period of time. Okay. And they asked us 
to open another home in Wayne County because this home was in in Eaton County up in okay, sure and 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 make sure it wasn't in the Detroit area right right and that's what we did so we opened a home in Livonia okay good good and there's a need there's and, a need and look they filled that home up quickly good good Good. Let's talk about, Heidi, um, I know we were talking about, you know, different licenses for different patients. Mm -hmm. What about bed count? How many beds? Let's talk about private rooms, semi-private rooms. Um, you know, do they prefer one over the other? Um, it's all about choice. It's about choice. You You have to give the consumer the the power to say you know uh, I don't mind being in a semi-private or no I prefer to be in private right so it's their choice it and is. the semi-private is usually two per room correct that is correct okay and then private is you're all by yourself yes okay um, going into employees obviously you need employees mm -hmm. to run the business mm -hmm. usually is it one employee would you say per shift is it two um, obviously, the bigger the home, <laughs> you're going to have more employees, correct? No. And it's no, not? It depends on the diagnosis. Okay. Um, what, one home that we have that we serve uh, mentally impaired in is uh, one staff per six residents. Okay. Okay. Uh, we have another home that is uh, intellectually developmentally disabled, and they're, they're autistic. Right. Um, we have... Uh, clients there that are one-on-one -on -one. Mm -hmm. uh, we have um, so that means that's one staff for that particular resident so if you have three that's three staff on the floor that's arm's length from that particular resident then you have a general that's on the floor that's taking care of meals medication laundry yes okay uh the the little chores that have to be done because the one-on-ones cannot leave their 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 residence right right what are you looking heidi in for employees you want to hire somebody new they need to be certified they need to be trained obviously yes so what are yes. we looking for in employees um when i pull resumes i'm looking for experience okay uh i'm looking for them to be certified either as a, a direct care worker mm -hmm. or as a certified nurse assistant okay and and so um once I interview them, I find out if they have the CPR, the recipient rights, the first aid, the TB test, the physical. And then we talk about, well, what type of population did you serve? Sure, were you sure. serving? It's you important. Know, it's important right, to know. Mentally impaired or were right. you, you serving those that were IDD or were you serving seniors? Who were you serving? That then begins to tell you what they're coming to the table with. Sure, sure. You know, whether they know how to handle difficult personalities. Do you know how to handle um, um, residents that um, act out or that are self-injurious behaviors? Mm -hmm. um, 
So, and, and that's something that you do when you interview, correct? The family absolutely. or the patients. What you you go through a, a checklist. Explain how that process works. I'm getting. Uh, you get a call in. Mm-hmm. I have a loved one that wants to get into one of your homes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the process? One on one, face to face. Face to face, and you do a functional assessment. Okay. And the functional assessments help you find out if they do have behaviors. Mm-hmm. Can they read? Can they sign their name? Can they count their money? Can they tell time? Um, uh, Do they smoke? Right. Have they had a drug history? Do they have any communicable diseases? Sure. Um, Why are they being moved? You know, are they being put out? Right. Um, Are they just coming out of the hospital? Um, it's a pretty thorough. Yeah, you got to do your legwork and find right. out. You're, you're kind of doing your due diligence on them exactly. also. As they're doing it on you, you're doing your mm-hmm. due diligence on them too. Because you, know? you got to know who you're bringing into your home sure. and putting oh, with yeah. your other yeah. residents. You you don't want someone that's going to come in and and start breaking your house rules, smoking in the bedroom, climbing out the window at night, and causing you know, problems. You know, right. sneaking out going to the local clubs and right have you come across any of those oh, yes. you do huh <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's it's, it's you got to keep an eye on them is, is there locks at night's uh idea how are you doing that i know with like um dementia patients you know the the uh there the, are alarms on there's the door. alarms on the door so mm-hmm. you know if somebody's opening the door and exiting or exactly not. i got you um, activities. So we were talking. We find a we find a a patient mm-hmm. comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, what do we do for activities? We don't want them to just sit sit around and watch TV. I, I know there's activities that are involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, transportation to activities. What are your typical activities that that uh, the they're 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 doing? I know well, bingo may be one. Mm-hmm. Um, let, let, let's focus a little bit. Name name some of them that they, they enjoy doing. Well, you do memory games. Okay. And that, that's usually just, you could do that right in the home. You do it right in the home. Okay. You may take a deck of cards sure. and lay them all face down. Okay. And you'll take out the, the king, the queen, the jack, and just leave in 10 through ace. Okay. And you turn them face down. And as... It's it's called concentration. Sure. You you have to remember where your matches are. Yeah. And as you match them up, you gather your cards, and and the one with the most cards Most cards cards wins. Yes. Yeah. There's a game that actually they do that right now. Yeah. I forgot the name of it, but, yeah, (laughs) they they flip them over, but they use characters, I think, you know, Disney characters. So Okay. Um, And then there's arts and crafts. Okay. They love doing activities where they're creating artwork that they can put in their room sure. so they can personalize their room. Yeah, you know, Christmas time or, mm-hmm, you know, you mm-hmm. always do. Make the snowflakes. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, you know. Halloween, they may make a mask or cre- carve out the pumpkin. Right, right, right. Um, for their birthday, you know, you may do whatever their favorite activity is. Sure. So if it's playing cards, um, 
uh, if it's doing arts and crafts, or maybe it's going out in the community. They love the Golden Corral, the buffet. They do. There yes. you go. Yes, where they can eat all, all the they food want. they want. <laughs> and kill time there. That's right, right. That's right. You ever take them to, like, the movies or anything? Do they movies, go? ball games. Sure, sure. Um, and it doesn't have to be a professional game. You know, we have schools around our neighborhood. For, yeah. They love just going and cheering the kids Absolutely, on. absolutely. And, and walking around the track, right. going to the parks, having picnics, you know, sitting out there. We play a little shuffleboard, a little oh, yeah. croquet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, beanbag toss. Right, right, right. So we have... We have a ton of games. So they leave. When do they leave in the morning for activities? Uh, their day program probably starts somewhere around 8.30 or 9. Okay. So they're going to leave around 8 o'clock. Okay. And then they come back about? 3.30. About 3.30. Mm -hmm. So it's a full day. Mm -hmm. They're out and about. Mm -hmm. Transportation. You provide transportation or is it uh, an outside contract? Well, I happen to have found a program that picks them up. Okay, perfect. And also provides lunch for them. Oh, you can't beat that. I can't beat that. That's, <laughs> no that, brown bagging on your that's, part. That's a, that's a gas saver <laughs> that's right. and a food saver. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, Heidi, when they have, when patients are moved in, family members, I'm sure, love to stop by, see mm -hmm. how their loved ones are doing. Mm -hmm. Is there any restrictions on visitation, certain hours? Um, let's discuss that a little bit. Used to be. Okay. Used to be certain hours or? or? All of the above. Used okay. to be certain hours and there used to be restrictions. But uh, our homes are governed by the final rule now. Okay. That's, that's home and community-based services. Mm -hmm. And they are saying that consumers uh, in the community must have the power of choice. Which and, is, it's good. That way, you know, you've got... The patient, along with their family members, um, working their schedules out mm -hmm. rather than saying, you know, I got to leave work for a half hour, go see my loved one because I'm only mm -hmm. a certain amount. So mm -hmm. it's nice that it's open, mm -hmm. open ended. It, it is. Right. That they come and go as, as they want, really. Right. They can pick them up. Mm -hmm. um, they can stay overnight with their family. Oh, they can do that. Mm -hmm. okay. We'll pack up their meds, their clothes. And send them just like I would send the grandkids. Yeah, off to camp. Mm -hmm. That's right. <laughs> you know, so, um, how often, Heidi, is the home inspected? Inspected by the city? Is it inspected by the state? Let's talk about that a little bit. It's inspected by the state. Okay, and how often does that happen? Uh, your license is good for two years. Okay, so every two years it gets mm -hmm. inspected? There's mm -hmm. no surprises in between or anything of that sort? Unless there's an incident. Unless there's an incident. Yes. If something occurs in the home, uh, abuse, mm -hmm. neglect, um, if recipient rights is notified that there's been a violation of one of the consumer's rights, they all come in. Sure. To do their investigation and to find out what happened, and then they give you a set amount of time to come up with a corrective action plan. It's okay. called a cap. Okay. How, how long do they usually give you that? It depends on what it oh, is. What, you what know, the, if it's if it's uh, something small, written, I'm sure. if it's a policy type mm -hmm. of thing, they'll give you a couple of weeks. Okay. You know, if it's um, um, something environmental, they give you 30 days. Okay. And then they come back and recheck it and make oh, sure that it's all yes. cured and everything. Yes. Got you. 
we were talking early on, a patient misbehaves. How do the employees handle that? The, the patient has what they call an individual plan of services, an IPOS, or what we call a PCP, okay. a person-centered plan. So whatever this consumer is doing, we're not supposed to be surprised. We're supposed to have interventions in place. The case manager comes in, maybe the therapist or the psychologist mm -hmm. comes in and trains the staff on how to redirect or how to de-escalate uh, the consumer. Right. You're always on top of it. You have to be. You're supposed to be. Right they're in your care That's and right. so you're responsible for keeping them safe um as well as the other residents mm -hmm. safe. good good have you ever had a patient that um uh, misbehaved <laughs> daily it, it, it does <laughs> oh. i mean it happens oh yes it does yes so you oh, have to yes, take the, uh, the precautions and you staff accordingly you're right and, and you, you make sure that the individual um, that's on the floor knows how to handle the person. And do you, even, um, do you ever get rid of a patient just because of a behavior? No. No. No, you train. You train them. You train the staff for how, how to, to handle. handle them. Or you write up in your progress notes and you report it to the psychiatrist. So if it's a med issue right. um, or you report it to the care coordinator, so if mm. it's a behavioral issue, you sit down as a team and you Evaluate come, it, mm -hmm. come up with a game plan. There you go. Okay. What's usually the length of a patient? I know we, we've talked about this. You've had a couple that have been there years, right? Years. Five years, 10 years. Um, 15 what, years. What's, what's an average? What's an average, would you say, for, uh, for a patient to stay? Is, it, is there really a, uh, like a rule of thumb that they say, you know, on how long a, a patient stays? Well, you, you know what? It, um, it, in our specialized home, it, it varies. Mm -hmm. Like, I've, out of the six patients there, I would say four of them have been there since they came. Really, and and then the other two have been um, consumers that just either were too violent. Mm -hmm. They were either hitting other consumers or hitting staff, right, and would not stop, even with redirection or medication. And then you have to let them go. You have to let them go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's that's too bad. You got to keep your set. Your Absolutely, staff it's got to be a safe, safe yeah. environment yes, it does. for for everybody. So you do run into an occasional consumer that is just a little too aggressive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about employees? Big turnaround. Again, something new for uh, you know people looking to get into the business. We're yes. talking about operating AFC mm -hmm. homes. If you're tuning in, um, employees, mm -hmm. Heidi. Turnovers high. Turnovers high. Mm -hmm. um, the majority of our employees, and I say the majority. Correct. Because we do have some with uh, bachelor's and master's degrees. Mm -hmm. But the, the direct care workers 
a high school graduates or GED recipients. Okay. And they, they come in with preconceived uh, ideas about what the job entails. You know, um, they may not want to wipe a nose. They may not want to wipe drool mm -hmm. from the mouth. Uh, they may not want to change a soil diaper. Sure. Uh, they may not want to change a bed that has been soiled. And, and so they kind of be like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do it. Right, right, right. I, I don't want to do this every day. Right. And, and but they so, got into this. They mm -hmm. got into this position. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what they, what kind of preconceived ideas right. they came with, but you are a direct care worker. That means you make direct contact sure, sure. with them mm -hmm. to help them, whether it's wiping their buns or helping them out of the shower sure. or putting lotion on their legs, feet, arm, face, right. combing hair. You might have to help brush teeth. You might have to take dentures out. Right. The list goes on and yeah, on. Yeah, that's part of the position. It, it, it is. is. And so some of them are like, I don't want to do I don't this, want to do this no more. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Hmm. House pets. Allowed? Therapy pets. Therapy pets. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're seeing more and more of that, Heidi. Absolutely. You're definitely seeing more and more of that. Because it helps calm them down. Oh, sure. It's, it's something about the rubbing and the fur and, and them being able to give that animal love. Right that just works for them. Right, right. And and the animal gives love right back. It does. It right does. back. They kiss and they pet and they just <laughs> rub and it works Take for them. Take it for a walk, right, it, right. It works sure, for them. Sure, sure. Because that's their... That's, that's their, their buddy. buddy. That's, that's their, their buddy, buddy and that's their best friend. That's absolutely, absolutely right. Um, rating. What are your fees? Is there a, a, a guideline, a strict guideline you go by for fees for um, um, the consumer coming in? Mm -hmm. Is there? Is it across the board? How do you gather that information, Heidi? Do you set those fees? Is it set by the state? Let's talk about that. Let's let's see where we're at with all this. Well, it's certainly not set <laughs> by the provider. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, the SSI. Mm -hmm. Is set by the government, okay. and and every January they will tell you exactly what you're going to um, receive for the the personal care and the incidentals. Okay, so that that SSI uh, this January was set at nine oh seven fifty, and that nine oh seven fifty includes forty four dollars that goes to the consumer for allowance. And that's uh, daily? Is that weekly? That's for the month. That's for the month. Yes, because the 90750 comes either on the 1st or the 3rd. Okay. Of every month. Of every month. Mm-hmm. Then aside from that, the agency pays you mm -hmm. for the specialized service that okay. you give to the consumer. Depending on what they need. Yes. Okay. Yes. Now, if the person is very self-sufficient then they don't pay you for personal care. They okay. just pay you 
what they call a per diem okay. um, for the community living service. Mm -hmm. Okay, and that that ranges from person to person. Okay, but there there is that that average. Sure. Sure. Mm -hmm. And who's paying you, uh, Heidi? That's coming straight from the state and insurance, correct? Uh, you mean like Medicaid? Correct. The, the Medicaid dollars go to the agency that places. So the, the And the agency pays you yes. a portion, and mm -hmm. you also get it from the state. Yes. Correct? Okay. Mm -hmm. Anything coming out of the consumer, consumer's pocket? No. Nothing? No. Okay. Mm -mm. No. It's all, it's all handled by uh, the, the agency or the government. Or the government. Mm-hmm. Difficult to get licensed? How difficult is it? And, and the reason why I think you and I know this, we're actually in the process of doing a deal together, you and I, uh -huh. and our the, the buyer mm -hmm. it has to go through the process. That's so, correct. Um, let, let's talk about this a little bit. This will help all of us out, you know, mm -hmm. what we're doing on the, on the licensing side of it. It's got to go through the state. Mm -hmm. Okay. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yes. And, and what's the, the, the procedure? How long is it going to take? Um, I mean, th this could take some time. It, it can. Yeah. And, and my advice to anyone that's, that's looking at a new license, be sure you have a minimum of one year experience with the population that you are looking to put in your home because that's going to be the first thing they look at. Right. Can a nurse, though, do it? Or and you're smiling because you know where I'm going with this, sure. right? We, we've got Me medical anything medical background is always a plus, correct? It is a plus. Then having, say, a dry cleaner mm -hmm. wanting to retire from the dry cleaning industry and getting into the the adult foster care. It's, it's not going to happen real quick. It's not going to happen quick. No, but somebody with a little bit of background mm -hmm. obviously is going to mm -hmm. help them out along the way. Mm -hmm. And then, of course. They're going to do the background check and the fingerprinting. For sure. For sure. Yeah, obviously, you know, felony or anything of that sort, mm -hmm. you know, they have to, especially when you're dealing with other human beings. They're vulnerable adults. Right. And and so they they want to make sure that you don't have anything in your background right. that, that shows that you are a predator. Hidden in the closets mm -hmm. coming out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Doctors, Heidi, mm -hmm. stopping by. How do we set that all up? You know, again, it's um, it's choice. Mm -hmm. Some some of the uh, community uh, mental health agencies have doctors right there. Okay. Like I'm I'm fortunate with with the homes that I have. Okay. Um. Their their doctors are all under one umbrella. Mm -hmm. So they can see their primary care. At, at one building, they can see the psychiatrists at that one building, they can see their therapists at that one building, they can see peer support coordinator, all at that one all. building. Mm -hmm. That's very good. However, we have another facility where we have visiting nurses and visiting doctors that come in that do uh, primary care, that do the podiatry, um, The physical therapy. Sure, sure. Uh, pulmonary therapy. Mm -hmm. So you've got, you've got, yeah, you, mm -hmm. you've got them, the visiting doctors. You've mm -hmm. got them coming and mm -hmm. going. Mm -hmm. um, same with hospice. 
I mean, how, how are we doing with hospice patients? Uh, with, with, with seniors? Mm-hmm. You know, I know it's a touchy subject, you know. It's, you, you let them come in mm-hmm. because hospice brings a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. And it helps everyone handle the transition right. with dignity. Sure, sure. And, and so I open my door and my arms to hospice. To hospice. Yes, okay. because they, they come in with all the tools. Oh, yeah. Yep. And they come in with the bedside manner that, right. that helps the staff, that helps the family, that helps the, the particular consumer mm-hmm. to really handle what's going what's on going with on. them. Yes. Right, right. Yeah. It's, it, it's a tough situation. It's a, it's a tough, tough situation. situation. And I would never, ever close the door on hospice because... Yeah. The the materials they bring in, the medication that they bring in, mm-hmm. their individuals are trained oh, yeah. so well. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, not and everybody can do that. You no. Know, it's, no. Not every, you know, that's it's, true. It's a it's a it's a touchy uh, subject on that. Mm-hmm. And I've know, had a couple members. of situations, and they, they were just superb. Mm-hmm. They were superb. Right. Right. Heidi, talk. Let's talk about. Um, uh, office, you've got an office on facility. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. I've been there. Mm-hmm. You know, paperwork involved a I lot, know you, a lot. And I know you're very organized with it. <laughs> I, I see your files and everything. Um, auditing? Do they check up on it? Let's talk about this a little bit. You know, it's not just you know, couple receipts here, throw it to the side, and moving on. You've got to have everything in order. You really do. You do because. Uh, the state comes in, correct, and and they look for their state forms okay. to be in those charts, mm-hmm. and they look for them to be completed okay. by the individual, by the guardian or the family, and the provider. Everything has to be signed and dated and in place, uh, and they look for that. Then you have the Office of Recipient Rights, mm-hmm. who also comes in yearly. Okay. And they look at your files on your staff to make sure they are properly trained because there's yearly training uh, that you have to go through. One is the recipient rights training. Sure. So that you know uh, what the individual's rights are. Right. Make sure you understand that line between a violation and being compliant. That's right. so and and then you have the agency that comes in that does the regular reviews of the progress notes, the the med book, um, that comes in and checks your fire drills, your safety drills, um, that comes in and 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 checks your facility. You Make sure it's in you, compliance. You, you don't have to have the 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 city the building and safety. They are nowhere as stringent as the agencies are okay. at checking your facility. Once you pass them, you're good, usually. Hands down. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's one other. Okay. Um, there's CARF accreditation mm-hmm. for AFC homes. And that's just like the... Um, the JCO for the hospitals and okay. the nursing homes. Mm-hmm. Well, they come in and they look at your paperwork. They look at your policies and procedures for discharging, for refunding, for um, 
training your staff? Uh, do you do self-inspections? Sure. Um, whatever gets missed by the state and the Office of Recipient Rights and the agency, CARF covers. They do. And, and, and there may be some overlap. Good. So... You could never if, have too much, <laughs> you know. It's a, especially when you're dealing with human beings, that's you know, true. with the, with the that, public. You that's can never true. have enough. You know, uh, a couple of times when I've I've tried to reach out to you, Heidi. I know you were saying I'm in an employee um, staff meeting. Staff meeting, you know. Mm-hmm. So how often do you do that? Monthly. You're doing it monthly, mm-hmm. and it's just staying on top of them, make sure everybody is on board. Right. We we discuss uh, any changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the Any consumer, changes in the law and consumer, correct? In both. Consumer behavior okay. or, or the law. Or the law. You know, we had a major meeting when the final rule came down, mm-hmm. and, and we were under that umbrella, and we had to start changing things and, and tweaking things. Sure. And then there is monthly training mm-hmm. that is done in the home. Very good. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um, Food-wise, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you need a, a backup. I'm sure, correct? Don't you have a, like a backup? Uh, God forbid something happens, powers out, oh. uh, emergency uh, precautions, food backup, water backup. Um, do we have generators on facility? Um, so, you know, let's talk a little bit about that. Well, you, you should have a minimum of of two weeks food supply, okay. and you're also always supposed to have your menu posted so that staff knows what they're cooking. If someone comes in, they know what you're cooking. Mm-hmm. They can look in the freezer and see that, you know, if you're having hamburgers and french sure. fries, you got the french fries, you got the hamburgers, you got the buns, you right. got the condiments and all the other things that you need. But our philosophy and our policy by our company, we make sure we have two months. Two months worth. Yes. So we have two refrigerators and we have two freezers, and then we have a storage pantry mm-hmm. that has all the canned goods, all the all the dry goods, all and the dry else. goods, um, all the snacks. Sure. Uh, because we feed them breakfast, lunch, dinner, and then they get a snack at seven right before their meds. Okay. And then we have an emergency food supply. Okay. That is required by the agency. Mm-hmm. And what is that entitled to? Who um, they they want you to have uh, enough food for all of your residents. So if you have six residents and say you have uh, one staff and a manager, you should have enough food okay. to carry them one week, a week, two weeks. Okay. Um, we we purchased a, a special kit that came from like a army surplus. Sure. So we have. Um, you add water and. It, that's right. You add you water know, you to eat. the the dehydrated. Sure. Right. Yeah. And so we have a huge water supply. Okay. Because you need it for drinking for and you need that. it for the food. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. You know, I mean, what was it? Remember, 15 years ago when we had the the grid took out all the power for like three days. Yes. Perfect to have that whole supply exactly. there, you exactly. know, for for that for uh-huh. that reason. Uh-huh. Right. Clothes, seasonal clothes. Do they keep them in storage? Uh, what are we doing with that? Well, um, you're here summer, going to fall into. Do you store it? Does a family member store? It? They bring it during the season changes. 
More times than not, we store it, okay. and, and we use the large bins okay. with with the plastic covers, the the Rubbermaid, mm -hmm. and I do the residence the same way I do at home. Right. You know, in the closet, it's winter time. You you need your turtlenecks and your sweaters and and your warm pants and your jeans and your boots and and hats and gloves and scarf. Sure. Not come May. We'll change that out, right. and, and we'll we'll take out the winter stuff and bring in the spring, spring, summer stuff where you got lighter clothing. You're out of the big clunky boots. We get rid of the hats and the sure, gloves, sure. and and we bring in the sandals and the flip flops and the summer dresses and right. or, or for men it's the summer pants or the blue jeans or whatever. Right, and the family members Heidi keep bringing in items as needed. Who supplies like the 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 hygiene supplies, the the toothpaste, the soaps, and all that? Well, we take them shopping. You take them shopping, mm -hmm. okay? So they they've got their allowance, mm -hmm. and they go and they mm -hmm. they shop their. They've own got stuff. their forty four dollars, and got, we take okay. them to the Dollar Tree. <laughs> there you go. And they get deodorant and sure. lotion okay. and toothpaste and toothbrush and. You know, you don't have to buy a new comb and brush every no, month. No, no, and, and they probably enjoy just getting out. They love it. You know, just getting out is oh, it's fun. It's just a uh, let's go. That's let's right. go. That's Summertime, right. take them for an ice mm -hmm. cream or something. They mm -hmm. enjoy that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. Meds. I know we were talking about meds, Heidi. Mm -hmm. There's some meds that have to be refrigerated, mm -hmm. correct? Like the insulin for and diabetics. The insulin, that, that's refrigerated. And is also, is there a lock on the refrigerator on that? There is a because small. Okay metal box mm -hmm. in the refrigerator in the refrigerator okay that has a lock on it okay so all the meds will stay there all the meds have to stay under lock and key the dry meds in a separate pantry with mm -hmm. a with a lock yes. on it yes okay. there's the, the, a the, med this, cabinet okay because you you have all different types of meds you right. have topical meds you have eye drops um you have eardrops, you have inhalers for mm -hmm. those with, you know, COPD or, sure. or bronchitis or asthma. Um, um, people that have sores like cold sores or um, skin disorders, you have creams. And sure. all of that has to be in the locked, And it's locked. Mm -hmm. They have no access in the kitchen or any of that. They're not, They're supposed, not supposed to. to. They wander maybe possibly, <laughs> right? But uh, right. Um, they, they, they don't. And that, but that's why you keep it locked. Right, right. In case they do wander in, in the, the kitchen or wherever the med cabinet is, sure. they don't have access. Yeah, staff members always there, though. With keys. Evening time staff members there. 24-7 mm -hmm. you have a staff member there. Yes. Okay. Yes. They don't. Do they sleep at over there too, or they're working during? No, they're working. They're working during the third shift. They're okay, cooking. And the, okay, let's let's talk about that. What what's all entitled on a third shift when everybody's sleeping? The staff member is doing what? Sanitizing. Okay, they're Shower. cleaning, mm -hmm. laundry, laundry, um, prepping for breakfast and prepping, all that. Setting the table, okay. uh, laying out clothing, sure, um, setting up. Um, the food for the next day, mm -hmm. they have to cook that. Okay. Uh huh. Very and good. And then let it cool, and then put it in the refrigerator, and and then they go through the house and they do the blinds. 
you know, they do dusting, sure, they do sure. waxing, they do sanitizing. Right. You know, because there's always a lot. germs sure, coming always in coming in and out. Yes. That's right. Yes. That's right. Um, Heidi, how long have you been in the business? Well, I've been taking care of people with special needs since 1994. Okay. But I started uh, in Ann Arbor as a special needs counselor. Mm-hmm. And, and then I started actually with the AFC home in 2004. Okay. Very good. Very good. Feature listing of the week. What else but an AFC home? And we have Heidi's one home that Heidi has in, in Detroit. Mm -hmm. It's a six bed. It's a six bed. Six bed. Um, beautiful home. Thank you. I've been there. Um, right near the U of D Mercy campus. That's correct. And... Um, we have that for sale right now. Mm -hmm. We got it for sale for 175000 Great deal with property. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of people actively looking on it. Mm -hmm. um, and I believe you have a couple other ones that are not for sale. Yes. That, uh, that she has, too. Um, rewarding business. Very. Um, not only rewarding financially, but also emotionally rewarding. Exactly. Helping people out. Yes. And I know by... Working with you for the last, I think, year, mm -hmm. year and a half, um, I could definitely see it in you that you love what you do. Thank you. So, um, Heidi, thank you so much for coming on the show. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, this is Shop or this is uh, Biz Buys on New Radio Media. I'm your host, Armin Azarian. Thank you. Thank you.